Cush through the sunroof, Mercedes dump proof. We in an armor coupe. I'm jamming at Khalees, I just wanna get along with you. Discuss my favorite oldest song with you. I'm on the balcony, step out your after me and bring my bong with you. I'm that nigga, them other fools just pretending they jury costume, variety, and all they cars rented. I worked hard for everything I got, I floss in it. Real walking in the game, but first I had to crawl in the buckle down. Did my thing, the game brought out the dog in me. The way I look at it, they all enemies. I took it back to my old energy. That's it, that's W. What's going on, everybody? Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to another episode of the Film Room Files. It's your boy, Zebby, a.k.a. Real Jet Lifer, and I'm with my man. Ish, a.k.a. Izzy DMV. You already know what time it is, guys. Um, what episode are we on? 21? 21, yep. All right, episode 21, March 1st. It's the first of the month. <laughs> wake up, wake up. Cash a check and come up. Oh, you know what? I, I got to change it. my outro song now. Oh, gang. I just You just made me remember. So just going to pull back the curtain in case you guys are new to this. Um, every episode, I'll pick an intro. Izzy, pick an outro. So that was my intro. Yeah. How you been doing, though, Izzy? I'm chilling, bro. How you been doing? Uh, since I last seen you about four hours ago. Can't <laughs> complain, bro. Took my, took my lunch break at, uh, at, at Izzy's new crib, guys. So hey, that was man. pretty cool. Yeah, that was a fun time. I was in the middle of class, but luckily I... Uh, I was able to tune out the professor. I just literally, <laughs> I literally took a test, and his test would just be su- stupid hard for no reason. And it's supposed to be more of a basic class, yet he makes his class super hard. Anyways, moral of the story is that I've, I've been flunking his test, and I aced this one, so I feel good about it. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I'm gonna give you that or, or what, because you said you're flunking them, and then you said you're passing them. So nah, hopefully you you're passing all of them. Hey. Even though I flunked those tests, I still have like an 80% in that class, so I can't be too mad. All right, now we definitely... Yeah, I, 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 I can't be mad at that. Yeah. Um, but that's good, man. You're doing all right. Everything is good. What you been up to, bro? Oh, nothing, man. You know, just hustling. Yes, sir. It's been a. It's actually been a great week in terms of hustling. That's good. I'm, I, I like to hear that. Um, so, guys, we got something special lined up. Hopefully, for the end of the show, Saeed's getting it all together. We're going to find out. Yeah. So um, definitely stick through this with us. Um, real quick, before we get into it, everybody just stop. Go ahead, take a screenshot, post it on your social media, and tag us at Film Room Files. That's our Instagram handle. You can always hit us up on Twitter. That's where you can interact with us uh, in the middle of games or anything like that. You can always hit us up on Twitter at Film Room Files. Or if you want to contribute to the show and send something, uh, an audio file, you can email it at Film Room or you can Film Room Files at gmail.com. Yeah, my bad. Um. Yeah, fucked up there, but it's all good. Keep it going. We're doing it live. <laughs> it's all good. All right, guys. So we got a pretty cool show um planned out. Um, there's not a whole lot of NFL news. I don't know if, how long we're gonna you know touch on the NFL, but we got definitely some basketball talk. Yes, sir. Um, it's something cool for the end of the show, hopefully. Um, but before we get into it, the customary question: What you've been listening to, bro? And right don't now, say old R and B songs that you've been saying the last. Three nah, shows I've, actually, I've actually been listening to R&B music. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> All right, so we still on R&B. Nothing wrong with that, though. I just, yeah. wanted, I just want you to get a little more specific. Like, what you what you bumping? Um, I've, I've just been visiting, like, Kalani stuff. Like, that album she dropped last year. Oh, Bryson Tiller dropped the album. I got to listen to that. I got to okay. get to that album. Um, 
Cause I like that type of vibe he be putting out. Uh, who else do we got? We got Kalani. Uh, who else do I be bumping like that outside of old school R and B? It's mainly Kalani that really just be getting my attention. Oh, I've been on a on a Beyonce kick too. Okay, as well. Can't go wrong with uh, Beyonce. Yeah, Queen B. Um, and then of course I've been listening to a lot of the. I've been just revisiting the Watch the Throne album. Um. I remember when that album came out, I remember where people was like, yo, this album's not a classic, blah, blah, blah. I was like, you tripping. But I feel like to this day, it's still a classic album to me. To this day? To this day. Oh, we got to get the sounder for that, oh. too. To this day. Yeah, we got to get that sounder. To this day. Uh, the Bronze Bomber. Um, yeah, bro, that's good, man. Yeah. Just, just, uh, so R&B's always a good vibe. Watch the Throne is crazy. Watch the Throne, yeah, that's another big one. I can't believe I missed that concert. I can't. I mean, I, granted, I was like 16 when that shit was happening, but yeah, still, I Damn, should, how long ago that joint dropped? 2011. Wow, still feels like yesterday. I know, I feel like right? We're in 2014, right now. If you like, if I just had to just put a time on it, I feel like, like it's 2018. Wise. I feel like it's 2018, but it's really 2021. Now nah, the whole pandemic fucked shit up because we pretty much got a whole year that was on pause. Pretty much. Yeah. That shit took forever, but flew by. How the fuck does that happen? Yeah. It flew by, crazy. but it took forever. Crazy. Because we got into lockdown like March. Hey, you know what's crazy? I'm not going to lie to you. Lockdown was kind of a vibe when it first happened. Bro, I got Minus it. all the like people. I'm not trying to be fucked up. Minus all the people, you know, that was going through shit. I mean that. But I mean the vibe in terms of like staying at home and uh, fucking having like your pantry full with all of your snacks and being filled the fr- filling the fridge with like two months worth of food because nobody knew what was going on you know what i'm saying so uh people was dying over toilet paper and paper towels so um yeah man that was but i mean i over- got fit i got I, I was walking six miles a day every I, day I, I burned almost what 30 pounds almost 40 i love it yeah so shout Get out the gym to- with tamim yeah damn and that's when you was working out to ilmatic and we found out my man's that he had hood strength, bro. <laughs> hey, he had that, he had that hood strength. strength, bro. That shit was crazy. I just showed up and started working out. I never, I, I mean, I'm not gonna say I never worked out or I never do work out. I do work out from time to time, but I'm never consistent, especially with weights. But alhamdulillah, I got natural strength, which is good. But I feel like it, you know, it just comes out like what I'm trying to like. You know, I don't know. It's that testosterone. It's the alpha or male the thing. adrenaline. Probably. Yeah, no, nah, no. Nah, it's like when uh, everybody's watching, so I'm like, I gotta make sure I put up, <laughs> yeah, put, put on, a put show. up weights like I used to. <laughs> you know, so I can't be over here doing no saw shit. Yeah, no, nah, no. Nah. But honestly, it's just like uh, I used to work out a lot in high school. Yeah, um, and then after that, I kind of fell off for real, for real. So you already but had I do like a lot the of mechanics down because you worked out in high school. Yeah, that's why. Like when when Tamim tells me like, oh, you gotta lift like this or do this, I'm like, yeah, I feel you. But I kind of learned like this way. Yeah, from you know. I mean, I don't know how class of, or, you know, whatever, how um, official the trainer was. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I don't know, but how qualified she was. But ultimately, I was able to to learn from her. Yeah. And then whatever I was able to do there, I never really kept going after that. Like after like a year after high school, I just stopped working out, like lifting weights. Mm-hmm. But I still do a lot of calisthenics. I'm always doing push-ups, pull-ups, stuff like that to keep me fit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know how we got on that topic. Oh yeah, talking about lockdown. Yeah, lockdown. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it kind of got, it kind of got repetitive. I don't know. 
I'm a creature of habit. Don't get me wrong. And I like I'm like a homebody, but it got too much after a while, you know. Bro, I got so much shit done during the panty. During the panoramic, I got so much shit done. I'd like fucking <laughs> <The> panoramic. <laughs> um, during the pandemonium, I was. Just like, oh my <laughs> god! Wow. <laughs> Um, I, I, I hope Safia listens to this part. <laughs> <laughs> She'll be so proud. Um, nah, but uh, I also got a lot of music done too, and I've just been sitting on it because I know nobody's touring or anything. The music industry is on like pause mode, but I'm just super psyched that I have all this catalog that I can just drop one by one and then still work on new music. Hey, you got some it's like shit inventory. You preview real quick. Nah, we're not doing that, huh? Uh, he said, "You gotta pay to play." You gotta oh pay my to play. goodness! Get out of here! Um, I, that, that face just said it all. <laughs> I could play something. Hey, send it to me. I'll play it right now. I'm connected. Okay, I'll, uh, I'll play a song. Don't worry, I won't leak it. Nothing, bro. We we'll just get a little snippet, boop boop, and we out. But I've been listening to um Collection Agency by uh, Currency. It's a new uh new mixtape. He recently dropped or a new album. I guess he recently dropped it's on Apple Music. Mm. I'm sure it's on Spotify and all the stre- streaming platforms. Um, but. That goes hard, bro. I can't lie. I like it. Um, I played uh, on the intro. I think that was Kush Through the Sunroof, which was the first song on that. And then um, recently started fucking with Shorty Shorty. I think that's his name. Um, Shorty Shorty? Yeah, Shorty Shorty. I don't know if I'm saying that right, but I seen some shit online and I gave it a spin. I can't lie. He has this joint called Memory Lane. It goes hard. Um, It's him and Murder Beats. Oh, here we go. We got the we got the Izzy DMV. Snippet. Are you gonna play? All right, should I just play it right now? Fuck it. Uh, I have no intro speech to it, so you might as well. All right, fuck it. We just gonna play it and just vibe out. I love it already. I know you got this. You don't like this. Alhamdulillah. Wow, bro. They're not ready for this. Yeah. Thank you, though. <laughs> yeah. I, I was about to do the annoying because y'all not ready for this. <laughs> and then just keep it going. But I was like, nah, let me just let it rock out. Enjoy it. That was smooth, bro. Thank you, bro. Yeah, that was just a little something. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about like most of the songs that I sample music on. I'm thinking about just putting it as an album because I want to release like most of my sample music as an album. And then all my original shit, I'm just going to sell on like. My beat site and everything, but that's definitely one of the joints I'm putting on. But isn't it harder to drop some shit with samples? Or don't you have to get it all cleared and this, that, and the third? We're not even gonna ask questions. Matter of fact, I'm not uh, even don't snitch. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I'm not even gonna ask questions. Bro. I don't even know what's going uh, on. I bro. don't. We, we might have edit. to edit. Yeah. <laughs> I was about to say, we might have to edit that shit out. My bad. Bleep bleep bleep. Yeah, but uh, fuck it. Um, so how's how's the beat store coming along? It's pretty good, bro. I'm just. I'm just trying to get uh, my wife to help me with the uh, setting up videos. So, because I want to put it out on YouTube and then link the uh, link the uh, store where the track that I upload is uh, where it's at. Isn't so that people a little can... iffy because they could always rip it off of YouTube or some shit? Uh, not really because it's tagged. Be... Yeah, the quality is going to be trash. There's always it? like those little rink-a-dink sites that... Yeah, but I mean, I'm going to come after you if you try to fucking publish that shit on soundcloud or apple music or anything oh okay true true true. yeah there's some, you know some somebody might just pull it and then just put some shit on youtube like a little freestyle you wouldn't care if they did that well i could take it down but, but like just just for the love of the sport you wouldn't be all right with it 
Nah, bro. Give me my pay. fucking money, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. This is like the this is the mafia, bro. This is the you fuck you, fuck pay that. me. Yeah, hell yeah, bro. It is what it is. Um, nah, but if it's an artist like, I fuck with, like if I like them, I'll, I'll I'll just throw them beats for free and just uh, in the end I would just want publishing. That's it, like writer's credit and stuff like that. But uh, royalties and things like that. But is there anybody you're working with right now? Artists that I'm hitting up right now. I'm trying to just find more local artists in the DMV. So if you know a local artists in the DMV and you think they nice, let me know because um, you could DM me at Izzy DMV and uh, I'll definitely check them out because I'm trying to work with like dope artists, but. I am. I ain't gonna lie. I am pretty pretty picky with uh, who I kind of want to work with and stuff. So unless they buy it off the site, right? Yeah, unless they buy it off the site. I mean, you yeah, a paying you, customer at that point, yeah, so yeah, I you can't could be tell trash you. and just buy it. Fuck it. Yeah, I can't. You know, not everybody knows how to roll. Uh, wear a Roly, but Rolex don't have a problem selling it to you. Actually, they kind of do. Oh my goodness! Yeah, because you got to be though. on that list. You got to be. That's on for that. the. Ra- that's for the rare ones. The ra- not, okay, they're not okay. even rare ones. It's. Man, it's a whole headache, man. You want me to get? I'll get into it. Fuck it. What else we doing? That's yeah. <laughs> so if you if you uh if you're in the Rolex market, you already know this, so it's not new to you. But yeah, most Rolexes are considered like hard to get at this point. There's a few that are always going to be available. Yeah. Um, but the majority of them, you have to be on like what's called the preferred list, mm. and then to get on the preferred list, they just make you buy like a bunch of other watches first. So they're like, okay, you got to buy this and this. Then we'll consider you to pick up that one, and it's like an unofficial. Like you gotta buy this and this. Like they just be like wink, wink. If you pick up some others, or if you are consistently buying from that, that's another story. It's like but, Ferrari, right? You can't just go and get the newest Ferrari. You exactly. have to buy certain models before you can get the latest exactly. and greatest. And it used to be um, a waiting list, so you just go in, give them your name, and they go down in order. But now they have the customer preferred list, so I don't know. It is what it is. I mean, once you have a level of you know, demand for your product, you could do shit like that. Because people, I know right now, people are like, oh, I just bought this. I didn't really want it. So what they'll do is they'll scoop two or three different pieces they didn't really want. And they're yeah. in their circle. They have friends that want them. So they'll boop, pass that off to them. Maybe even take a loss for like a couple hundred bucks. Not even sweat. Maybe a thousand dollar loss. Because if you turn around and try to buy the watch that you actually wanted on the gray market, mm-hmm. you may have to pay 50 to 100% of the retail because it's just not available in stores. Mm. So you'll still take, you know, you'll still pay a premium, but not as much. Mm. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah it's a whole nother world. Yeah. But if you're buying Rollies, you already know what time it is. Yeah. That's, if you're not, then I hope you do eventually, bro. That's it. Just hope the best. I don't know. I feel like the true ballers out there, they've moved on from Rollies. You know what? You know what it is? Excuse me. Um, Rolex is just always going to be that guy you know what i'm saying like everyone whether you like watches you don't like watches rolex is the one that you're going to probably get because it's the it's the trophy piece you know what i'm saying it's like the piece like okay i got to a certain level so i could buy this so the submarine is sexy yeah this this, um the submariner right now bro oh it's a submariner my bad yeah it's all my bad my bad no submariner is the diver's joint yeah that that retails at 91.50 i'm already gonna tell you i know off the top that shit is sexy, bro. Bro, if if you find it, you're gonna pay between thirteen to fifteen um, thousand in the gray market because it just Sheesh. you could go to the store and be like, oh, do you have a Submariner? They'll literally laugh you out the store. They're like, oh, this guy don't know nothing. Like that's how that that watch is, particularly the stainless steel one. Oh wow, yeah, that shit is crazy. Um, but yeah, that's a nice watch, bro. That's um, actually I had somebody that um came into my store today wearing that. And he was like, I don't even, I don't even really set it. It doesn't keep good time, this and that. I was like, well, you got to service your watch, you know. A nice watch is like a car. You got to take it to, 
you know, to to a watchmaker and get it serviced on a yeah. you know a regular basis, not a regular basis, but every so often. So he was like, "Nah, I don't care. I'm just gonna wear it. It's just it's just jewelry to me." I was like, "Oh man, like what a waste." You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because that's to me, it's not just jewelry. This a watch is different than jewelry to me personally, being a watch guy. So especially the intricate, uh, how intricate some of these designs are. Yeah, and d- and, and how the, detailed the it is. The mechanics of it, you know what I'm saying? The the, and the pieces of the, and parts too. The actual mechanism of the watch is is pretty crazy. Some of them. Yeah. Um. Yeah. If you gotta if you gotta get your battery changed, that's another story. That's a different type of watch. But if you you know if, if you're in the watch world, you already know what time is. Yeah. Actually, you know what? While we're on this topic, I copped a new watch, so I'm kind of sized. A Omega, right? Yeah, Omega Speedmaster. If you if you like watches, you already know this is um. This is called the Moon Watch, so it's the watch, the first watch worn on the moon. So it's got some history to it. You think they went to the moon? Yeah, bro. Do I have the X Files theme song on here, bro? I, I swear, I so. thought I, I had it on there. I don't know. I'm kind of like the conspiracy person on here. I don't know, bro. This is my reasoning for why the conspiracies just don't add up. What benefit do they have by faking the moon landing? They want to flex on Russia, bro. That's what I think it was. All right, that's understandable. All right, we had this conversation. Now Did that we? you said that, yeah, at um Khalifa's garage, bro. What I said was, all right, maybe the date could be Fugazi, but by now we'd know. And number two, even if they want to flex on Russia, by now the technology we got is for sure like they made it. You know what I'm saying? Oh no, <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I I, I, mean, got, I, I need know. I need I need to see like the astronaut got to bring me some fucking. Rocks from the moon, and I gotta see him pick it up and go in the spaceship and follow him down back to Earth. And bro, shit. I, I heard that they're doing like little shuttles up to space now. You could pay a certain amount and go fly up to space. Would you do that? But fly up to space in a space shuttle? All right, forget forget even like pay for a certain amount. Like let's just say you get you just want a free ticket. You go up to space, you get to look around, you come back. Would nah, they that? might do some shit. They might do the men in black shit and fucking uh, use a pen and nah, uh, use that pen and flash Quit my memory it, away. I don't know, bro. Would you do it though, for real? You wouldn't do it? What the go what? up in a space shuttle? Yeah, just to nah, see, bro. Just that's see too the world from up there. That's too ambitious. <laughs> but then you can confirm all your theories and everything, right? I don't know, man. I just think uh, I gotta see better video recordings of it. But you know, I'm a conspiracy nut, so I got so many conspiracy holes. And it's so funny, bro. You know, like I always, I always see people say, like, "Oh, people that are conspiracy theorists, they got a lack of education." Blah blah. Motherfucker, I'm in fucking. <laughs> I've been to two colleges already, bro. I, <laughs> hey, I'm look, probably bro. gonna uh, lock up my uh, degree, and I'm still gonna be a conspiracy nut. At the end of the day, bro, I'm not gonna say conspiracy nuts are uneducated, but some of that shit is off the wall, bro. And you gotta some, ask yourself, some of them are. Some yeah, them you just are. gotta ask yourself. What's the benefit of people lying about this? Nah, bro, the 5G shit. <laughs> like, I, I do believe in a lot of, like, conspiracy, like, 9-11, this and that. Like, you know what I'm saying? You but got- the 5G is the best one, though. Oh, my God. Coronavirus started from 5G? Please don't say that. that- <laughs> That's one of the best ones that, Yo, I'm not even going to get um, into that. Nah, some I of don't the homies, bro. All right, for the and people the listening thing is- that thinks I'm being serious, I'm not being serious. I just think that shit was so funny. How people thought 5G caused cancer, and then... Once COVID started, people was like, "Bro, I literally had." Look, I, I might, I might, I might believe it could cause cancer. Everything causes fucking cancer today. That you is true. Everything can, but a, a cup from Starbucks causes causes cancer. But yeah, that's crazy. But ultimately, like, it caused coronavirus for real. I don't know <laughs> about that, bro. I don't know how that shit is causing. Nah, but people would say like five G messes up your brain waves and 
that's what starts the what do they be calling it the the retrograde the mercury oh. retrograde and shit hell nah bro look i'm gonna tell you right now bro fuck all that shit bro if you believe in that bro you have a specific type i'm gonna tell you right now i could exactly tell you which which kind of interest you have are we not even gonna get into that because i know the whole you know it's a stereotype I know, whatever, I, but, no i just know that those people that believe in that don't have deodorant they don't brush their teeth with toothpaste uh, they 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 probably don't have a good barber uh, <laughs> uh, uh, that's, that's um, all I gotta say. <laughs> not to you know, I, I kind of am shitting on them, yeah. But it's just if you fun- feel shit on, please uh, send us a message. <laughs> <laughs> send, send all the hate mail my way. Hey. But um, uh, what you call it? Uh, I used to have customers that would come in when I would flip phones and shit. I would have customers come in and be like, "Yo, uh." Because this was um, when 5G was launching with all the networks and everything. They're like, yo. Given the like, background, customers where? Where were you working? I was working uh, in a cell phone store, T-Mobile. Okay. We also worked at Apple. Okay. Um, That's and why I wasn't sure which one you were, because I know you worked at both. So I was like, which one are you working at? Yeah. So um, they were rolling out like 5G. Of course, you see the commercials about 5G and whatever. Yep. And people would come in and have questions. And then literally, uh, I would have customers come in. I remember one customer saying, "Yo, I don't, I wanna, I wanna cancel my service because if y'all doing five G, I know that's gonna mess up my brain waves and it's gonna cause cancer or whatever." And one of my coworkers got so upset, son, like he didn't know how to keep. You know how you're like keep it professional and you just like brush it off. This man was on a mission, bro, to like he pulled up articles from universities and stuff. He's like, "Read this article right here. This shows you that five G doesn't cause cancer or whatever, right?" And and she was like, nah, that's that's fake. That's fake. He's like, Columbia University is fake. It's not a real website. It's like, no, it's not real. He's like, Columbia University. I'm like, bro, chill out. Like, it's, <laughs> why are you dying Yo. on this hill, son? Like, it's not Yo. that serious. You, you, you know, um, so, sometimes, bro, like, I feel like just people got too much time on their hands. They do. And I think people are passionate about the wrong topics, too, bro. Just, it's not that serious. It's not that serious. Uh, you, I just feel like, you know, some people is just, some people just got to let shit go. Some shit is not that serious. I'm going to let y'all know right now. We got Amin in the house, too. So we're doing this in front of some people. But Amin wants to chime in real quick. So I'm going to let him say some shit. Go ahead. Talk your piece, bro. What's going on, guys? So I I just want to jump because I heard this whole 5G conspiracy crap. And I'm like, this is total, like, bullshit. Like, you have to understand, like, I work with wireless. All right. If you're afraid of 5G, don't use Wi-Fi. Don't have, like, files in your home or some shit like that. Yeah. Like, you got to understand what what it is. You know what I mean? Like, like you're not going to get rid of 5G because your phone, you know, has 5G on it or not. They already put up the towers. So either way, you're screwed. Yeah. Right? Like, you're, you're going to get hit with that 5G whether you like it or not. Right? The only difference between 5G and 4G is that it's just a slightly different frequency. You know yeah. what I mean? And then they came up with this technology to say, okay, we're going to push more data faster. So your YouTube is going to load faster. Your Facebook is going to load up faster. You're basically saying you don't want faster Facebook and Twitter and YouTube and Instagram. Yeah. That, that's really what it comes down to. The people are talking about, like, the whole zombie shit or, like, you know, 5G caused, you know. What uh, about coronavirus? Yeah. Like, that, that's <laughs> yes. You know what I mean? Like, if anything, you can say coronavirus was made in a lab. That's more believable, right? Because, like, you could like, yeah, we genetically engineered that. But See, that's say, more beli- believable. Yeah, but if you're going to say, hey, some radio waves are coming through and then they're giving you this virus that's putting holes in your lungs. Yeah, I don't know about that one. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It just, it just doesn't. I just got to chime in on that because, like, pe- people need to go back to science. Like, use science people. Yeah. 
Yeah, thank but you I Amin, just, for that in depth analysis. <laughs> My man, I mean, had to come through with the facts. To, let y'all to. know you're stupid. <laughs> I love it, bro. Good looks. But sorry, guys, we only have uh, two mics at the moment, so I just had to pass the mics. So no, that's good. That that so was a very a, smooth. This sounded really good in my ears. So. All right, bad, 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 bad. So if you want to chime in some more, I mean, let me know. We gonna just throw the mic your way. Um, but yeah, man. Oh, this is a white lighter. Why you got a white lighter, G? Ah, oh, man, that's for the candles. That's why it's for the candles. That's why. <laughs> if you know, you that's know. That's horrible. Bro. If you know, you know. Oh uh, my god. Yeah, man. Um, but what were we talking about? We we're talking about five G. I don't know how we got into that topic. Oh, conspiracies. The moon. You the know moon me, watch. bro. I, I, I'm trying to take this pod to the next level, so I'm just throwing shit, like, yeah. just off-the-wall shit out nah, there. But also, our intros have been, like, people's favorites so far because we just chop it up about whatever. Yeah. Like, the last the last um, episode, if you haven't listened to episode 20 by now, you're missing out, guys. It was a great episode. Um, Definitely check that out. We were just talking about music and going through, like, our favorite um mixtapes and just playing different songs and yeah. vibing out. Yo, should we, do, should we do top five albums after? When like we'll uh, just set next it up. episode, yeah, like yeah. next episode or whenever, like we'll yeah, just set we gotta that plan up. that shit out too. So we got we got some we got some good stuff cooking. And then uh, another one on the topic dump is a uh, Lil Wayne appreciation episode. Oh yeah, we definitely got to do a Lil Wayne because he's got little... such a deep catalog. I feel like we can if we do a Lil Wayne appreciation. Who else we got to do appreciation? I mean, Jay Z, Jay Nas, um, Drake, Drake appreciation. You know what? I could vibe with that. All right. Kanye. Uh, Why? Oh me, no! Don't do that! Don't tell killing me that. No, no, I'm I'm not gonna lie. I'm a I'm a vintage Kanye fan. Like I like old Kanye. You know what I'm saying? This new Kanye, I'm just not fucking with. Like his last two albums, I just haven't. The last album, uh, the last al- I've liked every Kanye album until after the life of Pablo. So after the life of Pablo, I haven't really liked anything that he put out after that. Yeah. So anything post 2015, 2016 hasn't been my type of music. Um, but. Pretty much anything before that, I really fuck with. That's that's why I'm like. I feel like low key. I feel like Kanye got seven classic albums. I I consider I consider. Are we gonna get into it right now? I consider we might as well. I consider College Dropout a classic. Okay. Late registration a classic. Um, uh, graduation is a classic. Um, eight oh eight and heartbreak is a classic. My beautiful dark twisted fantasy is a the classic classic classic. That's the best one. Jesus is a classic, and then uh, Watch Your Throne is a classic. Yeah, that's seven. All right, bro. I'm gonna tell you right now. Are oh, you gonna hate graduation, 808s, and heartbreaks? I agree. After that, bro, Jesus is a classic, bro. I liked Watch Your Throne more. Watch Your Throne is a classic. And then honestly, I didn't even like Jesus. I'm gonna keep, I'm just keep it real. I know it's not everybody's forte, but that's what makes it so beautiful. He dropped the most perfect album with my beautiful dark twisted fantasy, and then he fucked it all up with Jesus. Like he, nobody was expecting him to go that route. That's what makes that shit so amazing. Okay, so I guess I feel like you appreciate it a little bit more than me. So so I don't know. Maybe. But you know, I'm more of an artsy I'd, I'd dude. Rather, you know I'd, what I'm saying? I'd, I'd rather do the Izzy appreciation episode before I do the Kanye <laughs> appreciation oh, episode. Sure, man. Bro. That, nah, I got a long way to go before I could even. Nah, but I'm just saying, that. like, I I'd rather listen to your music before I listen to Yeezus. I appreciate that. Yeah, for sure. But Yeezus is one of my. And believe favorite me, albums. I'm not. I, I, I'm saying I'm. Don't get. Don't take this the wrong way. I'm just saying Yeezus is trash. No, <laughs> it's not, bro. To me, no, it's not. To me, I'm sorry. To you, it's to you. It is. Bro, but I'm, gonna, to, I'm gonna put on an album right now. You are gonna think it's trash, but to me, I'd rather listen to it over Yeezus. There's a there's Sauce Walker albums I'd listen to before I listen to Yeezus, bro. 
Nah, Jesus is one of the. I'm tripping, right, most, guys? My phone is listening. Like, oh my god, did he say sauce walker? Get the fuck out! Of here. <laughs> <laughs> nah, bro. Um, Jesus to me is one of the craziest production. Like the the All production right. on there is one of the craziest produced albums I've ever listened to in my life. You know what? Just I, to, just to give you the benefit of the doubt, still though, I'm gonna keep it real. But you know I, what? It's because I listen with the producer ear, though. No, nah, I'm. That's because you're saying that you know the the production value behind it. I was I was gonna say that that you know um, maybe I should go back and give it another spin because sometimes, like even after the second time through, I may not fuck with with another. Bro, it took and then me- the third time through, I may fuck with it. But then by the second time through, if I don't fuck with it, I rarely listen for a third time. Fam, so here let me tell you the story. Right when I first got Jesus and when I first played it, I was I think I was 18 or 17 years old. So when I first got Jesus and I played it. First song I listened to, of course, on site, you know what I'm saying? I thought my speakers was fucked up. I was like, what the fuck is going on? Is this the Kanye album or what, you know? I thought, you know, some shit was fucked up. There was an error on iTunes or something like that. But no, there was no error. So I went through the whole album, and I didn't know what the, I didn't know what to do. I didn't know what to think, right? So I was like, I don't know if this is trash or I don't know if this is great. And I went over it again and again and again. And then it got to a point. Where when I listened to it like the fifth time, like it clicked with me. I got what, it. I what, understood it. What's what's the name of the song with Kanye and um Freddie Gibbs? Oh, uh well they don't have a song. It's no more parties in LA. But that they never collabed on that officially. What happened was uh Madlib gave the beat to Freddie Gibbs and then um I guess Kanye also had the beat as well and uh, he put it on his album. I got you. Yeah. So uh Kanye, I guess, you know, Madlib gave the beat to Kanye that way. I guess Kanye was first on it. Like, he was the first to put it on his album. But who's went harder? Kanye's. He actually, that's like one of his last great verses to me. Because uh, I'm not going to lie, I fuck with both of those verses. Though. Yo, he that's killed that, that vintage, verse. That's that vintage Kanye I'm talking about. Yeah, that shit, he fucking killed that verse. What he said, my assistant just crashed the Maybach. Some, some shit about crashing the Maybach right after he got it from the shop. I get nervous every time I'm driving Mulholland Drive. That shit sound too rich for me, bro. I'm not I love in that it. tax bracket yet. <laughs> Saint is baby Yate. Yo, bro. I ain't worried about him. But I don't know. What who else we gotta do appreciation for? Um We're gonna have to rethink Kanye. No, we're not. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be quiet um, that episode. Um Yeah, man. I'll I'll find a Kanye stand to have on that episode. We'll find Watch it be Safia. Safia's going to be. Yo, that'd be a classic pod right there. Yeah. Um, I mean, after that, I mean, it's kind of a toss-up. I kind of want to do a dip set when I think about it. Dip set? Yeah. They had such an I'd rather do Outcast. Oh, how can we forget? How can we forget? The South got something to say. Yo. South got something to say. That would be a sick episode. Yeah. That would be, oh my God, the vibe. I'm already thinking about it. I'm excited for that one, probably more than all the others. Outcast is, oh my God. Just, you know, it's crazy. Somebody, uh, I think I saw a tweet that was like, yeah, like Outcast, when they made their first album, they were 18. When they made AT Aliens, they were like 20. Uh, when they made fucking Equimini, they were like 22, 23. That's insane to me. Like, I don't even know how you make that type of music at that type of young age. Like, you had to be on some 
they were on some other shit, especially Equimini. That's my favorite album. I don't know. I go back and forth, really. Equimini, AT Aliens. Uh, it's definitely between AT Aliens, Equimini. Um, Stankonia is really unique, bro. It's such a unique ass album. I appreciate Stankonia as well. They they draw classic after classic, bro. There's nothing to say. They they had every album they dropped was a classic, pretty much. And I remember as a kid, I wanted the Love Below and um, Speaker Box, and uh, my uh, mom wouldn't buy it for me because it was expensive because it was a double disc. So instead of it being like ten dollars and ninety nine cents, it was like twenty five ninety nine or something like that. So she was like, "Fuck no, I'm not paying this shit for a CD." Yeah. And then I ended up buying the College Dropout. And that's when my love for hip hop kind of like I was I think I was eight, nine years old. I had a little Walkman CD. That's when my love for music just skyrocketed. And then also the 99 Problems video. I remember watching that video and that shit was I was like, I don't know what this is, but I want to do this shit. That's literally what I said when I was a kid. I was like, I don't know what this shit is, but I want to do it. Hey, that's a great story, 99 man. Problems. Have you seen the video, though? Have you yeah, seen of the course, yeah. It's one of the best music videos ever. So when you said I want to do this shit, you just meant everything? Make videos, just, make beats, rap, I mean, what? Yeah, I guess everything. Any, everything, yeah. I was just like, I just want to do this shit. I want to create. And then once I started listening more to Jay-Z, I felt like Jay-Z, like, he built my personality in a way. Like, in a, like that just being, like, coming from nothing, you know, growing up, like, with, with like, not having shit and so just I hustling. Already, I already know the answer to this. Sorry to cut you off, but I'm going to ask it anyways. So would you consider Jay-Z your hero? Yeah. And who else is on that list? <laughs> we had this discussion <laughs> earlier. But we got to put it on the pod. Okay, we got to put it in the universe. All right. Jay-Z, LeBron James, uh, and Shadow Khan. <laughs> hey, I'm not laughing, bro. All right, bro. Nah, nah. Let me tell you, because I told you, when I, uh, I'll tell you this, Saeed, okay? I told Zabi this earlier. I said him because this man's parents died when he was like 17, 18 years old. Both of his parents passed away. And he literally had nothing. Like, he had nothing. No acting school, no nothing. And he just ended up becoming, like, the biggest actor in the world. Like, that's to me, that that to me is like, it does, like, I don't know. There's no better story than that. And plus, he's Muslim, too. So, you know, that's what, that's, that's a W for the Uma. Hey, I love it, bro. I love it. Damn, I, you know when you when you said that. Oh, you know what album I was bumping like crazy? Huh? The J Electronica joint. That album is insane, bro. The new joint. That yeah, the the one with Jay Z on it. Yep. Yeah, bro. That had to me. I think I came to the conclusion that J Electronica was like the best Muslim rapper. I was just like, bro, like some of his. He was like my heart chakra lights up when I pray. That Fajr? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. I was like, how? He was like, my Shahada is my Katana. Yeah, that's Come a fire, on, that's a fire line. That's a fire line. Yo, which... Um, he has so many. I loved all of them, I'm bro. Trying to, I'm trying to think. That was on Flux Capacitor, I think, right? To my uptown, Posse. To my uptown, Posse. Get the get, get the get, get the Yo, get. Yo, um, A-P-I-D-T-A. Uh, oh, my... The, the reason I was about to bring that up is because as soon as my phone plugs into my car, yeah. that song plays. That's the first song? Yeah. That, it's a really sad song, but it's one of the most beautifully written bro, songs low ever. low-key, bro. That, that, that shit, shit will me. make you cry, bro. Yeah, that shit hit me, That bro. shit will make you cry. 
that and shit hit. Did you know that they wrote that song uh, after Kobe passed away? No way. They wrote that song after Kobe wow. passed away. I didn't even know that. Damn, that bar. You know what bar gets to me, man? I'm just going to be sentimental real quick. The bar where he's like, he's like talking about like. When his I rem- mom drives through Yeah, that. he's yeah. like, I understand why you're crying because you just miss your mama. Like, nah, I, I just, just miss, miss my, my mama. mama. Yeah. Nah, that's a that's a that's a that's a really good song. And he's like, Yo, uh, might, will that have to be the outro? I don't know, because we might not even stop that. When we gonna have to let that? Nah, we gonna stick with the outro we got. Yeah, yeah. Let's not be too depressed. I'm not trying to yeah, make our viewers yeah, yeah, cry yeah. at the end of this episode. Yeah, but also man. the the line where he says, "Uh, the flesh we roam this earth is a blessing, not a promise." That's why I bow with those that pay uh uh homage. Will he say something to the something creator? Like that, yeah. yeah, creator and pay homage. I don't know. It's just such a Pro Muslim album, I love it, bro. Hey, it's all at, praises uh, due to Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. Yeah, that was a fire line too. There was um, there was a meme uh that SpongeBob meme when Squidward's looking out the window. Yeah, it's like uh, and I think it was, and you see like SpongeBob and Patrick outside playing. Yeah, and it said um, this is Kanye watching uh, <laughs> Jay Jay like, yeah, Jay Electronica and Jay Z talk about Allah. Oh my God, he was like uh. Debut album featuring Hope, man. This is Highway Robbery. It's like I hit the lottery. Bro, with that exhibit. What do you exhibit A? Exhibit A, B, C. C is my favorite. Bro. It's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. You know, bro, his his bars, bro, his bars are literally like fucking. I don't even know how to explain how he thinks of them, bro. Like he his his Should we just let it rock for a second? Do we have to do this again, bro? One of the best songs ever written. Yeah, bro. That's crazy. And he's so underrated, bro. You know what? He may have to be the most underrated artist in the game. To me, if he had a consistent catalog, he could have been probably the best rapper, like, bar-wise. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my Just Blaze. Oh my goodness. We gotta do this, bro. When I was sleeping on the train, sleeping on Mesero Lab out in the rain, without even a single slice of pizza to my name. Too proud to beg for change, mastering the pain. When New York niggas was calling Southern rappers lame, but then Jack and I slang. I used to get dizzy spells, hear a little ring, the voice of an angel telling me my name. Telling me that one day I'ma be a great man Transforming with the Megatron doll spitting out flames Eating whack rappers alive, shitting out chains I ain't believe it then, nigga I was homeless Fighting, shooting dice, smoking weed on the corners Trying to find the meaning of life in the corona Till the five percenters rolled up on the nigga and informed them You either build or destroy, where you come from? The Mac know your projects in the third ward slum, huh? Uh, yeah. To be honest, bro, I still like Exhibit A more, bro. I like um, you know what song I really like? I'm gonna look it up here. I'm gonna make sure I get the name right. Off the album? Nah, it's on YouTube. This shit is fire too. This shit is insane. The beat selection. Oh, this guy's so nice, bro. 
an astute analyst and pundit, a lyricist. This has now turned into a J Electronica appreciation. And then goes and does an album with Jay. That blow your brain, Kirk Kirkbane, that Nirvana shit. Who gonna bring the game back? Who gonna spit that rainbow on the train tracks? That gold rope, that five finger ring rap. Running with my same pack. You can find the Christ where the lepers and the lames at. Life is oh like a God. dice game. One road can land you in jail or cutting cake, blowing kisses in the rice rain. Nice whip, nice chain, the closet is falls. The stench is like slave blood and Providence Hall. Yeah, they built my city on top of a grave. Nigga die, nigga get high and watch the parade. Back in the early 90s, where they at, where they at, get the gag, get the gat was a popular phrase. Bally animals and rugby's was a popular craze. This the vivid memoirs of an obnoxious slave. I paved ways like Nat and Harriet. I blast on Judas Iscariot and peel off in the chariot. Uh, I'm sitting pretty, spitting flames, gripping grains. Wow. Ain't a damn thing changed. How did you do it? My young lad, do you ask a dolphin how oh. it swims? He's, he's on another level, bro, when he raps like that. Oh, my goodness. Oh, he's, I like he's on another... That's probably my favorite. Oh my god, bro! The announcement—that was the song that I like. Can we just play that? Cause he kind of bodies that shit. Um, it has a little bit of an intro. I don't know if you wanna. He—he's always putting those intros in his um. But his uh, what I like is the skits and intros that he puts. They have meanings to what he's rapping about, and it's just. Yeah, yeah. This this shit is. Yeah, this I can't find it on here. It's on YouTube. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's see if it plays on YouTube. Nah, it'll play on YouTube. Okay, all right. Because sometimes we've been having difficulties uh, playing music on YouTube, so hopefully, fingers crossed, they probably gonna hit us with an ad on that first. Nah, bro, they let it rock. Oh, okay. Yeah, I feel like um, another person we got to do appreciation for is gonna be Lupe. Oh yeah, Lupe the Jedi. Yeah, bro. See, I feel like for us to do appreciation, you got to drop the name and everyone got you. Be like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Lupe the Jedi. Lupe, bro. Hey, that might be unfair. Damn. He's a samurai now. <laughs> He's a sim, bro. He fucking. Yeah, if you follow him on Instagram, it's just crazy. He fucking people up with a sword, son. <laughs> bro, he, he, he's no joke, bro. He's been practicing out there barefoot on his hey, driveway. Barefoot. Shut up. Barefoot on gravel, son. Bro, that's, that's how you know you got a lot of money. You could just. Decide, you know what? I'm gonna be a samurai. Not even that, bro. He be train. jumping high as shit, and then landing on gravel ba- barefoot with a katana in his hand. With a katana that, in his hand, <laughs> and he's almost—I think he's almost forty now. That's crazy. Like his, your knees don't hurt, my G. <laughs> like, oh, here we go. I got, I got some. I got some. Some big Lupe songs. We I think this J Electronica. I think J Electronica believes we went to the moon. But okay. <laughs> I'm just messing. Uh. 
My mind's on the scripture, it's beautiful. I see every line on the picture. So when the leaves rustle and the cock crows winter, just know that the black gods mingled a bit. Then the fingers got pricked, then the single got picked. Man, I'm living out my brain. I don't dream about shit. If I say dream, I meant dream. Fresh, not Hampton. I got a date with destiny, I'm definitely not canceling. Oh my goodness. The throne, this really became a J Electronica appreciation giant. But I feel like the stars aligned like cars at Grand Central Station. Wow, bro! I feel like um, not everybody's gonna understand it, but the stars you know, aligned you know. like cars at Grand Central Station. The imagery, the you know poetry. What? Should we do it? Should we do um? Because we're doing we're doing like. A lot of like throwback artists, or like you got to really think about. Yeah, we also got to throw just like a hype artist in there, like for an appreciation episode. We gotta do Future then. I was gonna say Young Thug. Young Thug is up there too. Would you do Future or Young Thug if you had to pick one? Ah, oh, that's tough. I'm gonna say Young Thug. That's so tough. Oh, why would you do that to me? I'm gonna have to go. I think I like Young Thug better, but I think Future's got the better projects. Really, I think Monster is like one of the best projects in trap history. Say, what do you think? Future, yeah. All right, we'll do it. We'll do a future. Future's got a hell of a catalog, bro. When he was releasing those mixtapes back to back to back, that's when he really, yeah, he was on a. I don't know what what I'm, he was. I know drinking. you don't like Max B, but I got to do a Max B. If you do a Max Kanye B. appreciation, I might have to do a Max B appreciation. Yeah, you can see this prodigy. Yeah, I don't like that. But Max B is <laughs> everybody. He's just you know. He's he's a funny guy, bro. I know, I know. You know, I mean, sometimes I guess not everything's a joke. And I remember you told me exactly what he was joking on him for. Yeah, yeah. Fucked up because then eventually, you know, as we all know, rest in peace, prodigy passes away. But Tupac even joked on that too. That's crazy, right? Yo, um, have you heard of the of the Biggie documentary? Which one? There's like a, a new Biggie doc that just recently Damn, is dropping. Cannot on Netflix stop something. making documentaries about. But I think this is like gonna have a little different twist. I don't know. I, I'm gonna. I'm excited to watch it. You gotta watch. Uh, you gotta watch the hip hop documentary on 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 Hulu. It features all like the the people that you gotta get like like Waka's mom. It has a uh, Haitian Jack on there. It has um, Waka's mom's brother on there too. Who's like an OG, and then it also has I forgot his name, but I think I mentioned this the last time in the podcast. But he was pretty much an OG in Compton. Uh, he pretty much was uh, like he pretty much was running with like he was a I think he was a a, a crip with Nipsey, like same yeah. same uh, same gang and everything. And he pretty much kind of controls like what goes down in LA and shit, you know. Uh, Trick Trick is on there. If you if you're from if you're familiar with the Detroit rap scene, you know. What trick trick means to uh uh that whole community, you know what I'm saying? Yep. These these are the uh the people that's gonna give you the no fly zone if you if you um if you don't show respect, you know. So I thought that was really interesting how they dove uh dived deep into it, and it's like almost like these these uh there's certain figures in in hip hop that keep it like keep the culture uh. Like keep the culture embedded into the genre, and some yeah, some you know people what I'm are just the gatekeepers, and depending on where you're from, you gotta just get through them sometimes. Yeah, that's then true. Some artists they just are so big and they create their own buzz that they don't need to get through none of that shit. Remember in The Godfather how they had uh, what's his name Johnny Ula? Oh yeah, yep. He was you know 
the Colleon family gave him. He's the reason why he was in the industry. You know what I'm saying? So that the dude that was singing. that should still exist. What's up? The dude that was singing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think his name was Johnny Ula, right? I believe it was. No, I think it was that was somebody else from um, Godfather Three. Johnny Ula. No, I mean Godfather Two. The 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 dude that his brother. Oh, it might be. You're right. Johnny Ula. Yeah. You know, I'm a Godfather uh, aficionado. You are. You are. That's why I was like, it doesn't sound right. Uh, You're right. That was. uh, Oh, shit. You know who who paid who played Johnny Ola? Huh? Uncle June. (laughs) No way. It's the same actor. That was Uncle June. That was Uncle June. Yo, how did I not even recognize that, bro? That's crazy. Yeah, that is crazy. Um. I'm going to look up the character's name because I don't want to fuck it up now. Um, I don't know how I forgot his name, bro. John, Johnny Fontaine. Yeah, I was Johnny close. Fontaine. I got the yeah. last name fucked up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was the one that was singing at the wedding in the in the beginning of that yeah. first one. Sinatra was connected to the mob. And I think that's kind of what that was supposed to represent. Yeah. Like low key, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like their influence in the music industry and things like that. Quincy Jones has so many crazy stories about Sinatra. Like, it was crazy in that interview. Do you fuck with Sinatra? I fuck I with do. Sinatra, bro. I, I like his music. I'm, I might do a Sinatra intro or outro one of these days, bro. I'm liable to do that shit, bro. Yeah. Um, I got so many Sinatra playlists, too, for, like, different vibes that I'm looking for. Like, There's a story where he went to, like, some hotel in Arizona. And obviously, he had black musicians in his band and stuff. And they were trying to stay at this hotel. And, uh... Pretty much the hotel owner was like, nah, we're not going to let you stay here if you're going to be with, like, like be rolling around with, like, black people. We're just not going to let, like, like, this was, you know, peak racism and shit. And um, they ended up fucking up the hotel and he just dipped. <laughs> Damn, I was crazy. like, that's an OG OG. That's crazy. So, yeah, that made me, my respect for him went up. And he's got a lot of stories like that. That's why Quincy Jones really fucks with Sinatra. He had a whole interview where he kind of aired out the whole entire music industry. For real? I gotta yeah. listen to that. <laughs> yeah. It's actually, I think it was on, uh, like, an article, but he aired out the whole music industry. Um, and, yeah, and, but he was, the one person that he spoke positive of was Sinatra, which was interesting. Mm. Yeah. All right, bro. So, um, damn, I guess man. We, can get, we can get right into it. Do we have NFL talk, or you want to get an NBA first? What are you thinking? Uh, We could, we could do quick NFL talk. Just right. quick. Let's get it. So... All right, so what we got for the NFL? Is he DMV? We got J.J. Watt. You know, we've been wondering where he's been going. Have you heard this news? Arizona, huh? Yeah, Arizona. Nobody expected Arizona, but it looks like they're guaranteeing him over 30, what is it, 36 million? So it looks like. No, I think the, the guaranteed is 24 million, and then oh, the rest is incentives. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I could be wrong about that. So 23 million? 23 million? My Damn. man with the fact check. Hey, we need that fact check. Um. So with JJ Watt. Oh uh, yeah, real quick, guys. Do you want Saeed to get a mic? Because we keep saying we're gonna get a mic for Saeed. But he's like, nah. I like to be behind the scenes. But I feel like a mic is gonna really elevate it to the next level. Yeah, help the pod. So let us know what you think. Sorry. Yeah, go ahead. Um, but I was just gonna say JJ Watt. Uh, wanted to go to a contender. I don't know if you consider the Cardinals a contender. Uh, their offense is still a little bit iffy with Cliff uh, Kingsbury there. But they, but got, they potential. got they got yeah they got Kyle Murray they got Kyle DeAndre Murray, yeah. Hopkins. He's um, a baller. J.J. Watt was actually double teamed as an edge rusher 30% of the time in 2020, which was the highest rate among everybody that qualified for that stat. So uh, he's going to be teaming up with Chandler Jones. 
So maybe that's going to help uh, him get more pressure and improve their D-line. Uh, I think Hassan Reddick is probably not coming back for the Cardinals. So J.J. Watt is a pretty solid replacement. Uh, and um, let's see. Real I mean, quick, I want to ask you, does that does that tell us that Deshaun Watson is definitely out of there? Because he's saying they're not going to be a contender. With Deshaun Watson, they're a contender. But with, with the Texans? Yeah. Nah, bro. That roster is horrible. You don't feel like right now they're a contender if they um well I mean I feel like with the new coach it's up in the air you know what fam I'm they traded David they traded DeAndre Hopkins for David Johnson yeah that's true bro all right but then they fired that Bama though what's his name uh, Bill O'Brien Bill O'Brien Bill O'Brien Bill Ubama <laughs> <laughs> yeah but um they uh I don't think they just I don't think they're gonna do anything I think the best thing for Deshaun to do is leave. I think Miami would probably be the only spot he can go because they have all the capital. All right, to so give him. ten quarterbacks worth pursuing via free agency, twenty twenty one NFL draft or a trade. This is um an NFL dot com analyst named David Carr. He wrote this. I just want to go over this list with you real quick. Okay. All right. Of course, we just said Deshaun Watson. Yeah. Russell Wilson. We already talked about that. Yeah. But what do you think about Sam Darnold? Yeah, his damaged goods. Damaged goods. Yeah, you can't really. He's been behind such a shitty team. You have to completely make him relearn everything as a quarterback, and I just don't think you can. I do mean, that. number three overall draft pick, played for a really shitty team, didn't really get a chance to showcase his abilities. You don't think if he had the right offensive line and the right system, maybe, he'd be but able to thrive. Still, you got to have some type of success. Like with Carson Wentz, at least he was successful. You know what I'm saying in the NFL. Before things went to shit, but with like Sam Darnold, he never had a really successful season. He's made some, he's got some great throws and uh, uh, pretty much some great plays on film. But I mean, it would take like a a lot, like a, I don't know, it would take a lot. Number four, they put Trevor Lawrence, of course. Um, and it says here Trevor Lawrence's pro day performance confirmed what we already know about the Clemson passer. He lacks nothing in terms of what teams want in a franchise quarterback. He has great accuracy, a strong arm, good touch, pocket awareness, and running ability. Mm. So, um, it's it says that they, you know, the Jaguars are going to definitely pick him up first. Um, then we have BYU prospect Zach Wilson. Do you know a lot about him or not? Zach Wilson, I haven't watched a lot of film on him. Nah, I'm going to. Okay, um, Justin Fields. Justin Fields, I like him. He seems to be a big topic. Conversation. Yeah, I think he's different from different Ohio State quarterbacks. And they they, they put um they say he he is very similar to um Jalen Hurts in terms of like athletic ability. That's what it says here. Yeah, and of course the 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 most used line when talking about he's got a live arm. What the fuck. A what? A live arm. You'll be like whenever they talk about a quarterback. Like, yeah, he's got a he's got a live arm. He's got a. He's I've got never a heard of that. I hear it all the time. Live arm. Yeah, what do you think about um number seven, Marcus Mariota? I heard uh, the Washington football team was trying to get him. They're also parting ways with Alex Smith, so that just came out recently. No way. Yeah, they know, save I a know, lot of money by uh, cutting him. I know he's voiced his um his opinion on that recent interview where um Ron Rivera says that like even with what was his backup's name? I can't remember. He used to play for Carolina one more time. Oh, uh, Kyle Allen. Kyle Allen. I think that's that's who yeah, he was. Kyle yeah, Kyle Allen. Um, they're like, oh, with if Kyle Allen was healthy, we could have had the same record, or like he doesn't really like Alex Smith doesn't have anything that Kyle um Kyle Allen doesn't have something like that. Jeez, um, he must really love Kyle Allen. Ranked 
number eight on this list, Alabama prospect Mac Jones. You anything about him? I don't really like him as a quarterback. I just don't like his mechanics. I don't know if he will translate well to the NFL. But I also said the same shit about Justin Herbert. So what the fuck do I know? Mm. I kind of like this. This is a spicy one. Number nine, Ryan Fitzpatrick. I mean, he's a solid veteran. If you're really almost desperate, thirty-eight years old, though. If if you're really desperate, oh, I think at, he is thirty-eight now. If you're really desperate at quarterback and you have a solid offensive line with some weapons, I mean, I think you have I a think good Washington defense. Football team might pick him up. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's not that bad of a move. I mean, you definitely want to make sure he's protected at least. Give him some time. Yeah, he's throw. already been on the Jets, I think. Right. I think so. He's played for like damn near every NFL team. I feel like. And then number ten, free agent, Andy Dalton. Mm, no. He did all right. He did all right stepping in for Dak. I, I feel like his first game, he got kind of crushed, but then after that. I don't know if, yeah, I don't know if I could blame everything that went wrong in Dallas with him. I think it was more of a Mike McCarthy problem. And I feel like they just gave up after a certain time. Like, yeah. They just said, fuck it. I don't think the team bought into Mike McCarthy at all. Like, that locker room didn't buy into him as a coach. So, beside yeah, the obvious, it. um, you know, Deshaun Watson and Russell Wilson, Sam Darnold. Let's let's put the let's put the prospects out of the mix. Let's just say Sam Darnold, um, Marcus Mariota, Ryan Fitzpatrick, or Andy Dalton. Who which one of those would you rather have st- as your starting quarterback? Ryan Fitz. Mm, why is that? Uh the veteran pretty much the veteran presence in that team. Um, but you, that goes you already way. know he's going to throw a, a three or four interception game. He's good for at least maybe. One or two but of if those. you build an offensive line, if you have a solid offensive, but he's a line, gunslinger. He takes risks. That's kind of what I like him. That's why I said he's spicy. Yeah. I mean, Marcus Mariota. I mean, he he had a good team around him and he still wasn't successful. I guess number two, I would probably put Sam Darnold because he still maybe has some potential left. And then. Between Andy Dalton and Marcus Mariota, I think you're kind of getting the same player. Do you think the Saints are going to deal James Winston or no? They're going to deal him? Yeah. I mean, don't they need a quarterback? You think it's going to be Jameis? Uh, I hope not, but it might be. Mm. You hope not? Why not? Because Jameis he, is good, bro. I like threw him. For, he threw 30 interceptions, bro. Yeah, but on a bad team. No, that team was good. Bad offensive line. No, that team was good. Nah, bro. he threw thirty interceptions. He was that just but means. But did he also throw thirty touchdowns? He did, but that's horrible. And I feel like that's what you're you getting can't... at Fitzpatrick. But you just get someone younger. Nah, Fitzpatrick will not throw thirty interceptions. He could, bro. I feel like you never know with him, bro. I mean, then again, a team never Winston, gave him a shot for a full season. Too. The Buccaneers were actually really good, but he threw thirty interceptions, and that was the problem. Mm, okay, I mean, I, I mean, at the end of the day, whenever you throw thirty interceptions, you're fucked. Yeah, you you're not winning. For, I, I think he broke the NFL record. Yeah. For uh, interceptions. Oh, yeah. And it says here, yeah, Washington expected to part ways with Alex Smith. Let's let's open this up. Let's see what this is all about. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. A recent interview with GQ Smith um, remarked his unexpected return definitely threw a wrench in Washington's plan. Um, but I don't know. Patriots top 2021 quarterback options, Jimmy G headlines list. Wow. Would, you, be would you roll the dice with Alex Smith or no? For what? For the Patriots? No, like I just don't, like if you were a GM. Bruh, I actually think in a weird way Alex Smith on the Patriots might work. 
in a weird way, I could see that happening. If anyone could do it, it's Bill Belichick. Yeah, if that offensive line is solid, I think that could really work. He's a good game manager. Yeah. I think that could actually work. Because I think the problem with Cam was his arm was shot. You know what I'm saying? Like, So would you rather have Cam or Alex Smith? I mean, we saw what Cam will give you. You might as well try to roll the dice with Alex Smith. You don't, Plus, th- they you don't had think a- Cam was injured? Then again, that's always his thing. He's super injury prone. Now, I just think that last that injury he had, the last injury he had with the shoulder, I think it really fucked him up. Because even his mechanic, when he throws, it's like really, like it's slow when he like winds his arm back to throw the ball mm. or winds his arm forward. Like usually before he was like a, like that shit had a zip to it. You know what I'm saying? Like the way he, his mechanic is with the arm. But now it like winds, it like winds it really slow. I don't know. Usually quarterbacks that have a slow release like that, they don't really they're not really successful in the NFL. So maybe it's probably he lost mobility in his shoulder after that injury and that's why he throws like that now. But personally that's what I think. But I mean he did have a he did have a really good podcast interview. Mm-hmm. Um I think it's with like Brandon Marshall and Chad Ocho Cinco and he was like, Yeah, I'm not gonna go out like that. Like I'm just not gonna go out like that. So We'll see. Maybe he comes back better than last year. Who knows? But the Patriots also lost a lot of their defensive starters because a lot of them decided to uh, sit out because of COVID. Yeah. Yeah. So Patriots should be interesting to watch next season. All right. Um, Anything else you want to throw in the NFL? I know there's not a a whole lot going on because we're in the offseason. Should we just jump into the NBA? The NBA. Let's get it. Yo, so with the NBA, there's a lot of stuff to talk about in the NBA, right? So we'll just start off. We I, I wanted to touch on NBA Top Shot. I wanted to touch on uh, the Miami Heat and kind of the sports betting world with the Miami Heat. But before I do all of that, I kind of just want to go over some of the teams that are getting hot in the NBA uh, while I bring this up. We, of course, know about your Knicks who have won four of their last five. Julius Randle looking pretty good, looking looking like he got a nice little jumper smooth around the rim. Um, we're starting to see uh, Noel step in as kind of like their gritty player that's going to get the rebounds and be that rim protector. You see uh, Emmanuel quickly, and you see Derrick Rose kind of be the facilitators and ball handlers of that offense. So we got a good team there. Um, Shout out to my Knicks real quick. Can I do a Nick appreciation, man? We're finally over 500. We're 18 and 17. Um, I mean, this it's a it feels good to be a Knicks fan right now. Again, this is a team you could be proud of. Yeah, we don't have no we don't have any big names. Okay, Derrick Rose. You know, but a lot of people counted him out. Um and he's not like a high dollar high dollar like all-star that we brought in. It was a good trade with Detroit and um last night showed it cuz we crushed Detroit last night. Um it was it was yeah, we weren't really playing Dennis Smith Jr. anyway, so boom, deal him. He's a starter for another team anyways. And then you bring in a veteran like Derrick Rose, who shows you he's still got a lot in the tank. He he plays with a chip on his shoulder. I mean, you got to like that. He's still explosive off the and pick this and roll. Is, this is a gritty New York team. We're a physically, I feel like we're, we're I don't want to say physically dominant, but we are a very physical team and a defense first type of team. But we have showed that we could also put up 130 if we need to. Yeah. Maybe not and a lot of that. Maybe not against an elite team. Yeah, but and a lot of it has to do with Julius Randle, um, absolutely. And I can't lie, Derrick Rose now. 
Yeah. So you, you could see that he's definitely given us a good spark. Um, Nerland's Noel, definitely. I think I sent you something like in the last it's two games, he played over 40 minutes. Minutes, yeah. Which is amazing. IG, yeah. Um, he's putting in work. Yeah, he's not he's not lighting up the scoreboard, but he's getting the, you know, he's putting in a lot of effort on defense. He's getting blocks. He's getting um, definitely rebounds. And then, I mean, I, I really like what I'm seeing out of um, Emmanuel quickly. You had mentioned him. Yeah. The rookie. Um, Obi Toppin still developing. Yeah. So, um, kind of disappointed in Knox. That was a that was a kind of a bust of a draft pick right now. Yeah. It's looking like. Um, but when he's hot, he's hot, just like any other NBA. player. He still got R.J. Barrett too to develop. And didn't even mention R.J. Barrett. He's yeah. developing very nicely. He seems to to be now like the third option. He was the second option, I would say, mm-hmm. um, before uh, Derrick Rose, but. Now he seems like he's the third option. But even still, man, he's such a baller. I mean, you know, he's a young kid. He plays hard basketball. Yeah. Um, I like it. I like his game, especially around the rim. Yeah. He seems to be nice and shifty around the rim, is which is what you want out of him. Um, And I can't lie, bro, I like the physicality of Julius Randle when he gets to the bucket. He puts his head down, gets to the bucket. Um, I, I like what, I, what I'm seeing out of this yeah. team. Um, and we're, we're fourth right now in the East, which is, I mean, okay, it's not saying a whole lot. It's the East, but... When was the last time New York was fourth in the fucking East? Yeah. 2012? You got home court advantage of the season ended today. You know what I'm saying? Uh, another team that has kind of stood out is the Bucks. You know, I know that uh, Drew Holiday has been missing. I think he, he's been missing for 10 games. Uh, but the Bucks have been able to go on a five-game winning streak. Um yeah, After they, five game they were winning. slipping for a while, though. They were, yeah. And I think a lot of that had to do with Drew Holiday being out. Uh, but Giannis has been really dominating during this last stretch, averaging 37 points, 10.7 rebounds, and 5.7 assists. I want to say Chris, they're 5-5 five and five in their last five, or in the last 10 games, right? I believe so. Is that I don't know about their last 10. I just know that they've no, won their last I'm gonna five. I'm going to go ahead and let you know the Knicks, 7-3. and three. Um, Chris Middleton added 21.7 points on 47% three-point shooting. And, uh, yeah, the Milwaukee has Yo, closed. my bad to cut you off. You know who else is 7-3 and three in their last 10? Who? The Washington Wizards. Yeah, because Bradley Beal has been carrying that. His back hurting right now. Bro, and also you're seeing Russell Westbrook step up a lot, too, now that he's shaking off that injury a little bit. He, gets, yeah. he has his legs under him. I feel like that's, a you know, obviously you need that. You know who's looking bad? Huh? John Wall. Ah. Uh. I told you guys. I'm sorry. I, you know, it sucks to hear it, bro, because I was rooting for John Wall. Yeah. Um, um, but, it, yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, now we can talk about a team that I actually really like, the Miami Heat. Okay. Um, they The Heat are heating up. The Heat are heating up, bro. They, Another 7-3 and three in, their last ten, in their last 10, winning six in a row. Yeah. Um, they were able to – I think they actually went up in uh, – they're finally 500 in their record now. Um, but pretty much with, with the Miami Heat, they've been kind of, during the start of the season, they were dealing with COVID issues and injuries to their team. I feel like the Wizards too, though. Just throwing that out there. Sorry. Yeah. But I mean, Miami Heat, you know, is a championship roster. They, they went to the finals last season. So, uh, we saw what Jimmy Buckets can do when he's in the, uh, in a seven game series. And we understand this, this is a team that can play defense and generate a lot of offense as well. And when they played the Jazz, bro, the first thing I noticed is they did such a great job. And the Jazz are the number one seed in the West. And what they did so well is they were able to get crucial stops in the fourth quarter. And they just hit devastating three after three. That kind of, like, extended that game and gave them the W. 
So, like, with the Heat, that's what they can do. They can stop you from scoring, and then they can just pull off. They can swing the game by six to nine points by their three-point shooting because they do have Duncan Robinson, who's an elite three-point shooter. Dragic is is nasty with the with the step-back three as well. Um, Tyler Hero can hit that three. Um, the only person that doesn't hit that three that much is Jimmy Butler. But, I mean, when you got three other players that could do it, that's all good. Um, Jimmy Butler has averaged 25 points, 9 assists, and 7.3 rebounds in three games this week. Um, uh, Bam Adebayo still being a two-way player, uh, putting up 18.3 points, 12.3 rebounds, and 5.3 assists. So they've been holding the Miami Heat down. And for everybody, anybody that's getting into betting, I'm going to just let you all know, the look at the Miami Heat. Um, I don't think the odds are going to be in their favor from Vegas, so I think there's a lot of opportunity to uh, make money by betting on the Miami Heat. Um, they, um, I think they're playing the Bucks or not the Bucks. I'm sorry, the Hawks again. Um, I don't know if Jimmy Butler is out or not. I'm gonna look that up real quick. But um, the the Hawks also fired their head coach. By the way, yeah, just might as well that. throw that throw that out there. So they fired their head coach. Um, so we'll see what happens to the, the Hawks if that makes them a better roster or not. But they've been kind of like a bipolar team where they look great and they're blowing teams out. Then they're getting blown out. They just haven't really been finding like a consistent rhythm to their game. Absolutely. John Collins and Trey Young, they were kind of on the same page last season, but this season they're not really on the same page. They have a lot of scores on their team, but they don't know – how to utilize all of them, but um, yeah, I think uh, I think the Heat are a great team to watch when it the comes. Pacers to... are kind of slipping though. Remember we had that conversation. Yeah, we were but like I... a team to watch for is the Pacers. Yeah, um, I, I was I've been keeping an eye on them. They're three and seven in their last ten, losing four in a row. Yeah, T.J. Warren being out in uh, what's his name, uh, Karis LeVert. I think that hurts them a lot because if they had both of those players in there. I think they would look like a different team. Uh, so I think they, they definitely hurt themselves by trading away Oladipo because yeah, Oladipo absolutely. was helping. Yeah, but He was the anchor. But yeah, I feel he like was he helping. expressed that he wanted to leave though, right? Yeah, but I mean, I feel like Oladipo was kind of like the perfect second option with Sabonis being the first option. Sure, Oladipo so, could have been the first option too in that. You know what I'm saying? He could, but Sabonis way. is better than yeah. Oladipo, yeah. Um, mm, I don't know, bro. I feel like Victor Oladipo, bro. When he's when he's on, I'd rather have him over Sabonis. Nah, he hasn't looked the same after that ACL injury. That's true. That's yeah. true. But then you know, sometimes it takes time. Maybe, especially with short rest. You know, but it's a very cutthroat league. You know what I'm absolutely. saying? So yeah, absolutely. Um, they but the Heat right now they're gonna be playing the Hawks. Then the next game they have is at New Orleans. Um, there's a good chance that Vegas is probably going to favor the Pelicans in that game. I think there's a real opportunity for the Heat to win big against the Pelicans. You know who I want to shout out right now? What's up? You're going to love this. Chris Paul. Ah, yes. What a fucking winner that guy is. Yeah. What a fucking winner, bro. Yeah, bro. I mean, the the Suns are 8-2 in their last 10 games, bro. And it's, I would say, majority because of Chris Paul, bro. Yeah. I mean, look what happened to OKC and look, look what the fuck is happening to... Phoenix. Now, granted, Phoenix has a better altogether roster. Even let's just take Chris Paul out of the equation. Yeah, but even still, bro, he was able to do it with OKC still. Yeah, and now without Chris Paul, they can't do shit. Um, but yeah, the the, the Suns are balling right now. I think their their record's twenty two and eleven. Um, 
and they're in fourth place right now in the West. Yeah, that's crazy. But one thing I've I've learned is um, even though teams might be balling out in the regular season, that really doesn't mean shit once you're in a seven game series. Because oh, it's, yeah, it's gonna, another monster. Absolutely. It's it's always going to be about the team that can adjust and adapt. And oh, you you hearing about the Porzingis trade rumors? I heard that he was. They wanted to move him from the Mavericks. I, I forgot who they wanted to move him for, but I I don't think Porzingis is a good matchup for Luca. I think they got to bring a two way player that can match up with Luca. I mean, I feel like uh, when he was on the Knicks, he was a two way player. Yeah, but he once again injuries kind of derailed uh, Prozingis as well because he hasn't looked the same after he had that one injury. I think it was after what was it during the playoffs against the Clippers. Mm. He hasn't kind of looked the same. He hasn't looked like the same player uh, since that injury. But outside of that, you know, I'm I'm feeling pretty good about the Miami Heat um, and what they're doing with their roster. So, so and I just wanted to. Um, I just wanted to point out some of the teams that have been rumored to be after Kristaps, um, the Warriors, the Celtics, and the Wizards. Mm. Very interesting. Yeah. I feel like he could, he, could, he could definitely be a big piece on either one of those teams right now. Yeah. He, I feel like he could help them get to that next level. Yeah. Um, which every one of those teams, I feel like, does need a little bit of a push. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, I just feel like, you know, right now, as far as uh, who's going to make the playoffs, who's going who's gonna, to, I mean, win out in the playoffs, I mean, right now, I think we saw how nasty the Lakers got again with when they got uh, my man's back, my man's uh, Schroeder. Once they got him back, I mean, uh, bur- they bur- looked like a, they were blowing out the Warriors by 30 points easily. Burn my uncle on a bet. Yeah, I know. You told me about uh, that. I yeah. fucked him so bad. I felt so bad, bro. He texted me and said, you owe me $180. You should have texted me and been like, "Yo, is the I Lakers- swear to God, I was thinking you about because I'd be I'd be watching them every night, bro. I watch them every night, so I know what they do. Shout out to Kyle Kuzma, you fucking Dennis Rodman incarnate, reincarnated, out there fucking getting every rebound that you can. I love it. Playing defense with all your heart, bro. I love Kyle Kuzma now. My uncle had a fourteen parlay, and he lost. He was mad, bro. Yeah. He was like, yo, and it was all because he asked me. He was like, yo, what do you think? I'm like, what you mean? He was like, what, what do you think about this game? Boom, showed it to me. Bow. I was like, all right, this is what's going to happen. It's about to be Lakers, Warriors. Lakers don't got AD. Warriors is going to be hot from the three. I'm telling you, go with the Warriors. That was the game that fucked him in the end. I felt so bad, bro. And I yeah. told him, I was like, play the spread because the spread was plus 20, um, 24 and a half for Golden State. So... And it was paying, I want to say it was paying like plus 150 or something like that. Yeah. Which is still not bad. Um, or even if it was paying 100, that's still that's still great if you ask me. But personally, I thought that that would have been a decent bet. Let me see if that would have covered, actually. Sorry. That's like hedging your bet right there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, or not even hedging your bet, but just you know covering yourself because you definitely don't expect them to lose by 25. What did they lose by in the end? Do you remember? Oh, I don't remember exactly what they lost by. I think I tuned it tuned tuned it out once I knew the game was for real over. All right, let me pull it up right here. Um, one seventeen to ninety one. I think I think the finals is definitely probably as long as there's no injuries. If they, I would have still they, lost. Goddamn. If they if this <laughs> healthy, I think it's definitely probably going to be the Lakers and the Nets in the finals. I think that's what it's shaping up to be. 
Yeah. I mean, let's see. Let's see what happens, bro. Do you got yeah. anything else you want to throw in the NBA, or should we keep it rolling, bro? Well, we're we're going to go ahead and talk about NBA Top Shot and talk about well, this We'll do new a new movement. segment for that because that's, you know, part of our sports investing. Okay. Right? Go ahead. All right, so we're done with the NBA. We'll keep it rolling. So there's something new right now that's out, and if you like to make money, this is this is uh, something for you. You want to tune in. Um, NBA Top Shot. Um, I know we've spoken... We spoke about this before. Yes, we um, did. Izzy and Saeed got me hip. Officially licensed digital collectibles. Yep. So this is like blockchain for online collecting in terms of like instead of anything cards, digital. Yeah, instead of, instead of sports cards, it's sports memorabilia. Um, and they have licensed uh, NBA clips. Yep. If I'm not mistaken, right? Yep. Correct me if I'm wrong. So they have licensed NBA clips that they sell, and these clips are limited. So a certain, like let's say somebody Duncan, um, boom, that clip right there will sell for so much money, and there's only going to be a thousand of them or a hundred of them, whatever. And the yeah. more rare it is, obviously, or the more limited it is, the higher the price. And it's some of these are going up to a couple of hundred thousand. I've, I've seen right. Yeah, some of them going up to a hundred six figures easy. So um, why don't you go ahead and tell us what's about- up, bro? Lonzo, Lonzo Ball ranked Lonzo Ball? Not LaMelo, Lonzo? Damn. Well, that must be a real, it must be one of those rare moments that, yeah, that only has, rare moments I think only have 49 uh, copies available. Oh my God. Yeah. That's crazy. I heard Lonzo Mark Ball. Cuban, I heard, I heard Mark Cuban, I told you Mark Cuban pulled a fucking Luka Doncic game winner against the Clippers. Yeah, like as if he How needed poetic. that fucking card, bro. How like poetic, he, but he owns the team, so that's 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 pretty crazy, though. Like, the I mean, I guess that. the sentimental value. Yeah. But you know, like what that would do for a kid that don't got money like that and just fucking pull that, he would that's be crazy. set for life, son. That's crazy. But um, yeah, people are literally or like, he'd blow it, <laughs> or he would blow it. Yeah, that's true. Uh, but people are literally becoming uh millionaires off of off of uh off of this this thing, of course. I know, like I told you, uh, some of the people I followed, there's this one dude that literally put in $50 for a Jason Tatum card, and it's now worth 9 Gs. Who was that? Uh, the upside show that I, the high upside show that I always mentioned. I think I think it was I think it was like a hundred dollars or something like that. Yeah, hundred dollars, and yeah. he got. And I think it it was actually the full price was eight thousand five hundred. What it's going for? Wow. And then he paid Yo, for a LeBron. What's that dude's and, name? Uh, the high upside show. Does he ever t- say his name or no? He just goes Keenan. Keenan, yeah. Well, shout out to Keenan from the High Upside Show, man. You putting us on to some gems. We got to get you on the pod. Yeah, um, I'm, but, just gonna, I'm putting that out into the universe right now. But I remember I was um I was in his Discord and people was talking about it on there, and I'm just like, bro, like this shit is not like well, I could find. I was like everybody else, bro. I was like, ah, oh, you can find this on YouTube. You know, this isn't shit. And then all of a sudden, I saw people talking about here and there and then i saw coming up on other discords i was in it's like mainstream news now bro. and then i saw prices going up people was making good money off of it then gary v mentioned it. i was like all right fuck it's out of here i mean is into it- this nba top shot bro, yeah get hit yeah it's not just nba hold on hold on a second let me pass NFTs. you the mic so this thing's called NFT. So they're not just doing it with NBA. There's UFC NFTs coming out. There's already art NFTs that are uh, coming out. And those art NFTs are already going for five figures, like 10000 15000 Yeah. On some bullshit. Really. Logan Paul sold uh, like Dude, almost six, was it six figures or yeah, something that he yeah. sold his artwork yep. for? Yep. He put it up for auction. Yep. 
So it's crazy. This whole new technology, NFT, you got to check it out. Yeah, I think I think personally, like a lot of these NFTs are probably going to fail. Shout out to But Saeed. I don't think, uh, yeah, shout out to you, bro. I don't think, uh, I do not think the NBA is going to fail. The NBA top shot because the company Dapper, you know what other NFT they have? The one, they actually sell cats, like digital cats. And one sold for like $1.3 million. I'm on the website yeah. right now. And it's not working. It's saying um, yeah. we're expecting high traffic no. right now. The transactions no, page will be up as soon open as possible. Pack. It's not working. Under maintenance, what for the past? Oh man. So all right. So I'm gonna let you guys know. Sorry if you waited this long for the surprise, <laughs> for the big moment. And it's not gonna happen. But um, Saeed has a pack here. He was going to open. Um, and we were going to do it on the podcast, but we'll, it's all right. Everything happens for a reason. We'll save it for the next one. Maybe what we could do is go over your pack. You opened a pack yes. recently. Why don't yes. we go over that? So let's go Thank ahead. You. Can and we go do it? Over... Or do you have to log in there, and it's probably not going to work. No, no, no. I can log. I can log in here. I think. Can you log in? Yeah. Or actually, you know what? I can use that website that shows me all my moments. So I just so got to look up in my just to pull name. back the curtain a little bit. So this 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 website is having a you know a whole lot more traffic than they had anticipated so obviously it's crashing and stuff's not working which goes to show you guys that there's money to be made um right now even sports cards market is the sports card market is being affected by this it's actually taking a little bit of a dip, dip yep. because this is this is the new wave right now so if you got some money that you want to invest and maybe you like to shake it up and invest in bitcoin or different types of of cryptocurrencies this is something that you should look into um, definitely a lot of upside potential here. Yeah. So all right. So we'll go, actually, we'll go. We'll go one by one with the cards that you got. We'll talk about, I guess, the current values of them. If that's okay with you. Yeah, you that's wanna, fine. All right. So let's let's start with this real quick. I'm sorry. How did you uh, How did you acquire a pack? So I went on the website, logged in, and I joined the queue. And I was like, I don't know how many copies there were. So do you know how many? Co- Ten thousand. Ten thousand packs available and, and two hundred fifty. And when I joined the online. queue, there was eleven thousand and something people ahead you of me. Gotta get a mic. So that means I got a pack when I shouldn't have gotten a pack. Yeah, those people that probably got disconnected. Wow. disconnected, or they probably didn't weren't logged in and they got out of the queue. So I literally, I remember when I purchased it, it said only thirty packs available. Yeah, I got lucky. Uh, somehow I got into eight thousand. Nice, was, bro. Nice. My cousin also got it, but the other one. He was like number one hundred eleven thousand. Damn! I was like, damn, that sucks, bro. It's really a roll of dice, it bro. It's such a roll of dice. That was my first pack. I've been trying for so long. I, bro, it's that's crazy. the best pack you got, though. Yeah, exactly. That's the best pack. How, how many hours do you have to wait in line? It depends. Depends on what. Um, how many they dropped it? So, like the first first drop they did, it was yeah. fifty thousand um, drops, and there was still two hundred thousand people. It took their servers were just not able to handle that amount of load yeah I kept pausing the line every like five minutes it took me like three hours just to see the end and i was like number forty six thousand. damn and Saeed yeah. actually was loyal and waited this whole time to open it on the podcast unfortunately we can't but we'll try it again on the next one or yeah or Shut we up. can maybe uh shoot it on our phone and put it up on film room files on hey, our ig why not bro because we, we gotta to get some content though. on our social media yeah for real so um, that might be a good way to get content on our social media. So you waited in line. You 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 got in the queue. You had to log in first. That was your advice. I remember you said make sure you log in first. So then when you get there, it doesn't make you log in. Kick and you, you lose out. Your spot. So right now, 
So my bad. I'm gonna pass you the mic, baby. So right now, as far as I know, they're not allowing anybody to create an account. So if you don't have an account, yeah, you wait. So yeah, it's you just gotta keep uh, going on the website and just checking it out because they're gonna randomly open it up. I'm yes, asked out. I'm late. I'm late to the party. Um, it still party. it still might be early. Cause uh, there's still, I mean, there's still people trying to invest into it. I already told you, CK, CJ McCollum, he was uh, tweeting the Dapper owners and asking how he can get into it. Wow! And they were mentioning it on NBA TNT. They were like, "Yo, you got to put that moment up on Top Shot or whatever." It was a play, like a highlight play, and they're like, "Oh, that's got to go on NBA Top Shot." Oh wow! So now it's kind of becoming a part of the NBA culture. I love it, bro. So if NBA Top Shot ends up being a part of the NBA culture, that's it. Like. So so how do you how do you um so you got to go on the Top Shot website, create a yep. membership, wait in line, boom, you get it. Now how do you open the pack? You open it on the website? Yeah, you open it. Um I decided to so <laughs> what's funny is I was literally on the barber chair and I was close to the end of the line. I was getting my hair cut, son. I had my phone like this the whole time in front of me. I never have my phone out while I'm like with my barber, but I always I've, do, bro. I'll be so like, bored. Oh, for real? <laughs> I, was, I was like, I'm like, I'm sorry, bro. I got my phone out for me, but it's just this little sports car thing. And I explained the whole situation to him. He's like, all right, all right. So anyways. Ronnie? Yeah, Ronnie. Shout yeah. out to Ronnie. Yeah, shout out to him. Keeping us all clean and fresh. Um, But yeah, so pretty much I got there and I paid. What's awesome is I paid for another moment before Fred Van Vliet, which I actually lost $48 on, <laughs> but it's okay. I paid for that moment and it still stored my card information, which information, which was a size. So all I had to do was click on my card and it paid for it. And I was so size. But what happened was when I got out of the queue and, and it showed me to purchase, it wouldn't let me purchase. Every time I click purchase, it was like error, error. So I was like, fuck it. I didn't wait this long. I was like, it still says there's 30 something left. So I kept purchase. I hit, kept hitting it. And then it finally took me to the checkout page. Damn, so yeah. that's, that's crazy. So all that, I guess, because of all the high traffic yep, yep, they're yep. experiencing. Uh, all right, so boom, you opened it, uh, and let's 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 hear what you got. So let's I'm gonna start with the first. So one. I got one rare card, and then the rest were common cards. Five. So save the rare cards. one for the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the first card uh, that I ended up getting was a D'Angelo Russell jump shot. Um, that was not. It is now going for twenty five dollars in the marketplace. My bad. Real quick, how much did you buy the whole pack for? $100. All right, boom. So you made 25% back right there. Okay. And then the other... How, how many is in each pack? I'm sorry. Or does it vary? Car, uh, for this one, it had six cards. Okay, but So the next one? Or I'm sorry, five cards. One was a rare card. Uh, you're guaranteed a rare card. Uh, the second one was a Bismack Biombo card uh, going for $32. And this is... I got... So you made half your money back on two cards. Yeah. Out of and, five. And then uh, this this is number two thousand six hundred eighty nine out of fifteen thousand. So that means there's fifteen thousand of them out there, and I have the two thousand six hundred eighty ninth copy of this. And what I'm sorry, the the first one was um how many copies? Uh, first one was also fifteen thousand as well. All right, but um, and then yo, it's probably more rare if you have number one of yeah, all of them, right? or their jersey number. Oh, that goes shit. for a lot. Damn, I didn't yeah, their jersey That's number fire. goes for a lot. That's yeah. fire as fuck. Um, Jimmy Butler was the next one I pulled out, which I was very psyched at. Uh, he is his moment is going for sixty dollars right now. I'm gonna hold that for a minute. This is I had one thousand one hundred forty six out of fifteen thousand. So you right uh, there with 11, those three, 000. you're already in the profit ten percent. Yeah, just rough math. Sorry guys. And then I pulled out a Joel Embiid 
And it is now going for $146. And I have... Doubled up right there off of that one. Yeah. A little more. Okay, so you already made all your money back and doubled it. Yeah, and I have the number 9,432 out of 15,000. And then lastly, this was the rare card that I had. It was a limited edition. Wait, do we have a drum roll? I don't think we do. Do we? We don't have a drum roll. We got to get a drum roll. Okay, we do. But I ended up getting... A Lou Williams card, which I was upset at because you remember I was like, fuck, Lou will. But here's the thing. When I checked the market price, he's going for $1,075 right now. And he's kind of been fluctuating. a $100 investment, guys. And he's been fluctuating between 1200 and 1400 Right now, he's a little bit down. But, I mean, he kind of go, it go, it dips down. Because what happens is all the people that undercut, they sell their cards. And then all there is left is the people that... Stay strong with their price. So real hold- quick, just can you add up the market value of all of those cards? So, oh, just to let you guys know, for the Lou Will, I had number 280 out of 499. And what's great about this Lou Will card is that it is a part of a challenge where if you collect this card along with 19 others, you unlock another card. That's very rare. Oh, shit. Um, so sometimes what people will so do... So they got some fly shit on this website. Yeah, so what people... It, what gives it value as well is that people might need to buy this card in order to unlock that special card, right? So they'll have 18 moments, and this might be the 19th card that they need to get a special moment. And um, What's the value of the... Well, the, the collection, I think, is for a Terry Rozier, uh, like, special uh, limited edition card. So, so so real quick, can you go over the values or the current market value of those of all those cards? Yeah, so right now, uh my account is on the top twenty eight percent uh percentile. Um mm-hmm. my account value is one thousand three hundred eighty dollars. I'm in the profit at uh one thousand two hundred ninety dollars, and then my ROI is one thousand four hundred thirty three percent. That's crazy, guys. Yeah. That's sick. This this reminds me of the, the early days of Bitcoin. Yeah. Uh, which is which is crazy. It's something to look at. Um, yeah, it's it's not your conventional or traditional investments. And if you're like me and you like to shake it up a little bit, and you might like to risk it for the biscuit, this might be an option. I don't know. That's yeah. just what I just think that you know sometimes you got to shake it up and you got to diversify your portfolio. So this is something that you may want to look into. Who knows? I think I think that um it's, it's a big opportunity in front of us right here. Uh, so if you guys are looking for you know a new new wave, something different, something new to invest in. This may be, you know, what you've been looking for all along. Now, obviously, it's going to take some work because you have to, you have to, first of all, wait for this website to start working again. Yeah. Create your account, get in line. Um, and do your research. Oh, yeah, of course, do your research. Um, but w- with that being said, man, do we have do we have any other other stuff we want to go over? We're going to wrap this thing up. Uh, we are. I was just gonna ask Saeed. Uh, do you have any other moments, or no? Just this pack. No, just this pack. Okay. I missed out on a couple of them. Okay. Okay. But. Um, I will say that I did. You guys have to. You definitely, guys. You guys have to definitely do your research because, uh, what you call it? I brought a Fred Van Vliet moment at ninety dollars, and it has now gone down to forty two dollars. So I bought at the high. I just felt like I. I it was when the Raptors were kind of starting a little winning streak. Um, and they were doing well, and I felt pretty bullish on F- Fred Van Vliet, and I thought maybe the Raptors can put on a run and get into the playoffs. Maybe they can, you know. Uh, but, yeah, uh, you guys got to be careful with everything that you do. Um, of course, always do your, your research before yeah, investing this is in not, anything. Yeah. Any kind of investment involves risk, obviously. If you don't know that, you deserve to lose your money. 
<laughs> yeah. And then what's crazy is there's websites out there uh, that you can look at, uh, like just the recent cards that sold and how much they sold for and whether it's like pretty much the percentage change from their price in the last 24 hours. So, for example, there's a LeBron James card that's actually down uh, 15%. Uh, it's his three-pointer from a base set Series 2. So maybe that might be a good time to buy if you see it's down 15%. If you hold it longer, if the Lakers, you know, do well in the playoffs, which I'm sure they will. Or even long-term when LeBron retires, who knows, maybe that card will be worth a lot of money, you know. So, And NBA Top Shot is looking into producing vintage moments. So they are looking into that. Uh I did hear the owner mention, you know, the LeBron James Iguodawa block. How oh, that would wow. be cool to have that. And I'm pretty sure that shit is probably going to go for high six figures to maybe seven figures if they manage to, like, only have, like, 49 copies or 25 copies of it. I definitely see that happening because of just how crazy that moment is. So, um, imagine Kyrie's jump shot over Steph Curry. That shit is going to go crazy. So, obviously, you're bullish on this investment. Yeah, I'm pretty bullish on this website. I'm just going to, I'm literally just going to keep researching and finding out the method to investing Um, because it's still new and a lot of people don't know what they're doing. So I'm just going to really be doing my research and figuring out what I got to do to be making more money from this. Some dude has an account. Oh, hold on. The top 10, the top six people, the leaderboard for uh, NBA Top Shot. The first person has an account value of $35 million. Wow. The second person has a value of $21 million. Third person, $21 million. Fourth person, $19 million. Uh, fifth person, $19 million. Sixth person, oh, my God, bro, $14 million. Do you know, like, oh, my God, That's bro. amazing. Oh, my God. Literally, people's lives changing forever. I mean, you never know how much they invested and what kind of moments they've Yeah, they you don't know if these are some rich-ass fucking, you know, yeah, who knows? millionaires I mean, that can it's, throw could, that capital around. It could even be some ballers themselves, you know what I'm saying? That is true, scooping yeah. Up, scooping up some uh, some of these moments, trying to be ahead of the game. Yeah. Who knows? That is true. You're right. Um, But, yeah, I guess that's it, right? That just about does it? Yes, sir. All right. Okay, guys, so... Thank you for tuning in to this episode, episode number 21. We appreciate you guys sticking with us. Um, if you're if you're new to the podcast, definitely. Um, or even if you're a long-time listener, if you haven't done this yet, please um, rate and review wherever you're listening. Uh, we really appreciate it. Go ahead and uh, take a screenshot, post it on your Instagram or any social media. Tag us at Film Room Files. Let your friends and family know. Uh, yeah, we talk about sports. We also talk about music. We talk about different things that you can invest in in the sports world as well. Um, but yeah, it's, it's it's a pretty diverse podcast, and uh, I I hope you guys are enjoying it. We're really putting in a lot of work for this. So if you guys are enjoying it, please let us know. Give us a shout out because we really appreciate that. Let us know that you guys are out there tuning in. Uh, and of course, if you want to interact with us or if you want to get on a podcast, hit us up at Film Room Files. Um, we're going to be definitely, you know, once this whole COVID thing clears up, we're going to be uh, inviting more people into studio to make things happen. Yes, sir. Um, and hopefully we got some fly interviews that we're uh, trying to cook up right now coming up soon. So we might do some Zoom stuff. Uh, but yeah, man, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Shout out to my man Saeed. Shout out to my man Amin, who is here with us. And uh, shout out to my guy Izzy DMV. Hey, thank y'all for listening. Uh, we out.
Bullshit and that rah rah, saying that I ain't the best nigga. Respect nigga like why lie. I'm nice nigga like why try. Number one, I'm not top five. I ain't never losing. I'm abusing any nigga wanna step up with his high pride. Kobe taught us all to be competitive. You a rookie nigga, I'm a veteran. Do you know the danger that you stepping in? You should never even have to question it. I'm the people's champ. I was chosen for it and it's definite. Definite, bitch, I ain't settling. All tens are better. We can let them in. I'm from VA, know I'm repping it. Rebuild, at the can. I'm a dog, they understand. Next out, respect first, then come with the money. Best route.